This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tunde Bolanta, as he brings you God's word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen. We started speaking in the first service about the peace of God. And I'd like to take our foundation scripture from John 14, verse 27. John 14, verse 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. This peace that Jesus is talking about literally means quietness, rest. In John 16, 33, I have told you these things, the Amplified Classics says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. But be of good cheer, take courage, be confident, certain, undaunted, for I have overcome the world and I have deprived it of power to harm you, and I have conquered it for you. Perfect peace. The peace that passes all understanding. Jesus is very clear. He said, the peace I'm giving you is different. It's not the type you get in the world. It's God's kind of peace. But for us to be entitled to this kind of peace... Jesus made peace with God for us through his death and he gave us his peace as an inheritance in the new birth. Say with me, Jesus made peace. Jesus made peace with God. Can I hear you? For us through his death and he gave us his peace as an inheritance in the new birth. Romans 5.1 says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So you see, we need to make peace with God. For example, if you get a letter of suspension from your office, you have to be recalled first before you can talk about salary. Hallelujah. All have sinned, falling short of the glory of God. So Jesus made peace with God for us by going to the cross. But everybody born of God, this type of peace Jesus talked about, the peace of God is available and it is a fruit of the Spirit. You find that in Galatians 5. That peace is mentioned in Galatians 5, 22, love, joy, peace. 
Mm. The, the kingdom of God is what? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. There's a peace that is in you this morning that is not conditioned by the environment. It's not conditioned by crisis. It's there in the midst of crisis, in the midst of turmoil. And our topic this morning is walking in peace in troubled times. How many of you know these are troubled times? But you can walk in the peace of God. Amen. So the peace with God was made possible. So they can have the peace of God. Peace with God will produce the peace of God. If you are born again this morning, you have made peace with God. Can I see how many born again people are in the house? If you are sure you are born again, can you wave your hand? You have peace with God. Every case against you have been cancelled. But you've been taken to another level. The peace of God has been transferred to you. The same peace that is inside God, inside Jesus Christ, is now in your life. The Bible says, go to 2 Peter 1, 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. We're going to look at another example. Great peace is possible when you cast your cares on the Lord. Somebody said, with me, great peace is possible when you cast your cares on the Lord. Great peace is possible. We have an example of such a story in the Bible. Look at Acts chapter 12. We have a tale of two Peters. Remember Peter, when they came to arrest Jesus, Peter cut off somebody's ear. But the same guy, he was supposed to be executed. The Bible says, Acts 12, 6. If, I, if we back up, we can pick up more of the reading, but let's just, let's just go from verse 6. And when Herod would have brought him forth the same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains. Between two soldiers, bound with two chains. And the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off from his hands. And the angel said unto him, Guide thyself and bind on thy sandals. So he did, and he said unto him, Cast thy garment about thee and follow me. And he went out and followed him and wished not that it was true which was done by the angel, but, but thought he was in a vision. Go to Philippians chapter 4. What kind of peace is this? Philippians chapter 4. Amplified classic from verse 5 to 7. Philippians 4 from verse 5 to 7. If I, Philippians 4 verse 7. I'll just read verse 7. All right. Casting the whole of your care, all your anxiety, all your worries, all your concerns 
once and for all, for he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. That should be verse 6. And the peace of God, KJV, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your minds through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. They are going to cut off his head the next day. Most of us will not be sleeping so hard that an angel has to wake you up. Even now that nobody is cutting your head, you are only closing one eye in the night. The other one is permanently open. <laughs> but I said peace is multiplied through the knowledge of God. The first Peter, it was not the one they were trying to arrest. It was his master, but he took knife and cut off somebody's ear. But this Peter, he's the one that, you know, he's the one that is telling us not to be worried about things. Hallelujah. Let's look at let's look at 1 Peter 5 7. Go to 1 Peter 5 7. Because if somebody tells you to do something, you have to check if he himself is doing what he said to do. Hallelujah. All right. 1 Peter 5 7. Can we take it in the Amplified? 1 Peter 5, 7. Casting the whole of your care. That's the scripture I read, but I read it as Philippians. Eh? Casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him, for he cares for you affectionately and he cares about you watchfully. He told us to do that. Did he do it himself? Come on, talk to me. Did he do it himself? Peter told us to do that. Did he do it himself? He was going to be killed the next day, but the man slept. He was chained to soldiers. They had to beat him. The angel had to say, wake up, wake up. Which kind of sleep is that? I said, which kind of sleep is that? Ask your neighbor, which kind of sleep is that? You are not cutting your head, but you can't sleep. You're only hearing rumors, but you can't sleep. They are cutting the guy's head in the morning. I don't know if you snored, but... The angel said, I've come to deliver you. Peter! Peter! God had to send an angel to wake him up. You will sleep well in the name of Jesus. He slept. But before he had knowledge, grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God. Before that guy had knowledge, he was carrying that guy all over the place. You kill Jesus, he cut off the ear. There's a knowledge you need to have, child of God. Jesus slept in the boat. Amen. He slept in the boat. Why was he able to sleep in the boat? He said, let us go over to the other side. 
And the moment he spoke that word, it's as good as saying, let there be light, and there was light. So he knew that he had spoken, and there was no storm that would make that thing not to happen. Peter had committed his anxiety, his worry. He had cast that care on the Lord. That's why he could rest in that situation. I want to say the capacity to walk in the peace of God is available to you, child of God. It doesn't matter what is happening in our world. When God says something, he sustains the whole world by the word of his power. And if you have a promise in the word of God, and I want to say to you, child of God, you see, Leviticus 17, 11, the Bible says that the life of the flesh is in the blood. I have given it for you on the altar to make atonement or to make peace for you. Hallelujah. One reason you can, one knowledge you need to have in this hour is that blood has been applied on the altar of heaven for you and your family. Depending on the kind of problem you have, there are levels of altar that take blood to make peace for people. If you have some problems, some, some of these priests will tell you, chicken blood will do it. They will go to an altar that takes that blood. If it increases, they increase the altar and the sacrifice. They say it's good. If it's too much, they will say it's human being. But when God was going to redeem you, the Bible says it was not with corruptible things as silver and gold, but by the precious blood of Jesus as of a lamb without blemish. And that is why when Jesus paid the price for you and I, there was no altar on the earth that could take that blood. There was no altar in the atmospheric heaven that you see with your eyes that could take that blood. There was no altar in the stellar heavens, the one you don't see with your eyes, where all the galaxies and all these things are that could take that blood. The only altar that could take blood for you, the redeemed of the Lord, is the mercy seat of God in heaven. I want to say to you, as Abel's blood was crying from the ground, there's a blood crying from heaven over your life, and the Supreme Court of the universe has passed a judgment where you are concerned that you and your family, you are protected, you are delivered from the hands of the enemy, and that knowledge of God ought to produce peace in the troubled times that we are in. I want to declare over somebody who has the guts and the faith to believe that the blood of Jesus is superior to any other thing looking for blood. They may be looking for blood in the neighborhood, but not your blood, child of God. Not the blood of your children, child of God. They may be looking for blood on the highway, but not your blood, child of God. Not the blood of your family, child of God. Not the blood of your children, child of God. Because the highest sacrifice on the highest altar by the highest being has been made in your behalf. And you will never, never pay with your life what Jesus has paid with his blood. Because there's a blood in heaven that is calling your name, that is calling you the redeemed of the Lord. A thousand may fall by your side and ten thousand by your right hand, but they will not come near you. Only with your eyes will you see and behold the reward of the wicked. I declare over a child of God today that the highest altar has received blood in your name. The supreme court of the universe has cancelled every curse where you are concerned. You will not live under the curse of banditry, under the curse of kidnapping, under the cause of terrorism. 
healed. They are broken by the blood on the mercy seat. Mercy is speaking your name. Mercy is speaking your name. Mercy is speaking your name. In your going out, in your house, when you travel, wherever you are, in the market space, in the public space, mercy is calling your name. If you believe that, give them a shout of hallelujah. Give him a shout of hallelujah. I was just thinking the other day. Have you ever seen traffic people conducting where flies will fly? Have you, have you ever seen a traffic word they say, this area, fly, don't enter here. Frog, don't enter here. When night falls, in this area, light, nights don't fall there. But ordinary blood of animal. You see, there's a force field around you when you put your voice with the voice of the blood of Jesus. Do you know in Goshen, flies, there was a no-fly zone for flies. There's nowhere in the world you will go. Go to America, you find flies there. Go to South America, you find flies there. Go to Kenya, you find flies there. Go to Australia, you find flies there. Everywhere you go in the world, there are flies. But when God, when, when you put your faith in the blood, there's something that happens. Everything that is a curse, they just keep off. So we cannot enter here. Like one sister, they took her name. She said she, not, she didn't do well. When they, when they got there, the man said, ah, ah, you have to leave this one alone. Mm, it will not work. Because the blood is also speaking. The blood is also speaking for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even darkness, when darkness falls, it's everywhere it's affected. But we're children of God who are darkness said, uh, for some reason, we don't know why, but God is not allowing us to enter your territory. There's something about here we cannot enter. Oh, is there an amen in the house of God? Is there an amen in the house of God? Heaven has covered you. I was thinking earlier today in the first service, I was thinking to myself, you know, if you take your time and read Deuteronomy 28, everything happening in Nigeria now is there. All the causes listed is terrible. It's there. He said your life will hang in the balance. In the daytime, you wish it was night. And in nighttime, you wish it was day. Is that not what is happening? But you are exempted because of the bloodline. Faith comes by hearing. Fear also comes by hearing. If you spend your time too much on negative news, your faith will have a flat tire. You wonder why, what has happened? Why am I so afraid? It's what you've been hearing. It's too much negativity. Every time you hear something negative, you need to pick up your faith and say, this is what the Bible says concerning me. If you don't do that, you won't drive. Your faith will have flat tire. So Peter slept because he obeyed the scripture. Cast, he himself wrote it. Casting all your cares, all your worries, all your anxieties on him. For he cares for you affectionately. And he cares about you watchfully. Hallelujah to Jesus. Is somebody hearing God now? 
Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Right? Peace is living in the presence of God. Peace is living in the presence of God. Exodus 33, 13 to 15. Now therefore I pray thee, if I found grace in thy sight or favor, show me now thy way that I may know thee, that I, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. Verse 14. And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee what? Rest. Isaiah 28, 11 and 12. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people. To whom he said, This is the rest wherein we may, he may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing, yet they will not hear. You see, when the presence of God is in a place, darkness cannot be there. Disease cannot be there. Destruction cannot be there. You know, the true Daniel in the lion's den, what happened? The lions became kittens. Why? Because the presence of God was there. If an angel of God were to walk into a place, there will be that aura of the presence of God, and there will be calmness there. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. In the lion's den, they threw him in the lion's den, and then what happened? The lions could do nothing. The lions were looking at him. The three Hebrew children, they threw them in the fairy furnace, and what happened? There was an air condition there because a fourth man jumped into that fire with them. One of the blessings you and I have as children of God is that we can live in the presence of God all the time. Okay? You didn't get that one. I said we can actually live in the presence of God all the time. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. What can mere man do unto me? In the case of Daniel, the king could not sleep in the palace. But Daniel in the lion's den slept fitfully. You see, when the peace of God, the presence, he said, the Lord has sent his angel to me. Well, it would be nice to have an angel, but you do have angel walking with you. Your own angel is, is there all the time. Hallelujah. I say your own angel is there all the time. How many of you know you have an angel with you all the time? The fact that you grew up doesn't mean you lost the angel. Jesus said, your angels behold the face of the Father. You are very important. That's why God sent an angel with you. Hallelujah. But you have somebody bigger than, than an angel. It's the Holy Spirit. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. 
He said, when the spirit of truth is come, he calls him the comforter. The Amplified gives us many more meanings. He calls him the comforter. He calls him your advocate. You know, this is, he himself is there. He's living on your inside. Hallelujah to Jesus. You carry him around. He's there. He's living on your inside. He said, with a stammering tongue will I speak to these people. This is the peace wherein it will cause the weary to rest. You see, when you pray in the Holy Ghost, when you pray in tongues, you, it's a refreshing. That's what that scripture really means. Ephesians 5 from verse 18 says, Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be continually filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking to yourselves in psalms, in hymns, in spiritual songs, making melody in your heart to the Lord. Many people don't know the power of praying in other tongues. They don't know. Somebody will tell you, well, I just think it's myself talking. Another person even told me, since I don't know what I'm saying, let me be speaking my own language. <laughs> what has your language done for you all this while? <laughs> I know you can speak your language, but what has it done for you all this while? One of the blessings of praying in tongues, the Jude 20, he said, Beloved, building up yourselves in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You see, when your battery, you see, you start a car in the morning and it, you keep starting still, and it's not starting. You know what is happening? The battery is weak. When your battery is weak, they will connect you to another battery. They jumpstart it, isn't it? And you get power from that. The, 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 when you pray in the Holy Ghost, there is a rest. It's not just praying in the Holy Ghost for two seconds. You pray long. Anybody ever pray in tongues for five minutes here? Yeah? If you've done five minutes, raise your hand. Ten. You probably don't even pray in tongues at all. Fifteen. You have to raise, though. How many of you are baptized in the Holy Ghost? Let's start with that. You pray in tongues. Let's see. If you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, wave your hand, though. If you are not, you need to have that blessing in your life. By the time you pray to a certain point, you will start realizing that supernatural strength is coming into you. The reason the devil doesn't want you to speak in tongues is that he doesn't want you to use the power of God. A lot of people don't sp spend time praying in tongues enough to connect to power. Hallelujah. And when you are getting weary and you are getting frightened, you don't have a right to be afraid until God himself is afraid. And because God is not afraid, you should not be afraid. Every time God comes on the scene, he says, fear not. He says, fear not. Have you seen people that go around with bouncers? The bouncers are so big. There's no bouncer that looks like your angel. One angel killed 185,000 people in scripture in one night. That's the ability, the spiritual ability. A little bit of which we're seeing there. But you have somebody greater than an angel. It's the Holy Spirit himself. And one of the basic ways you can connect with the Holy Ghost Paul told the church, he said, I pray in tongues more than you all. If there's something in your life you don't like, you plead the blood of Jesus against that thing, and you begin to pray in the Holy Ghost, I want to tell you when the fire of God begins to consume you, that nonsense will drop off your life in the name of Jesus Christ. The, you see, the Bible says you were baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire. There's a part of the Holy Ghost that brings fire. Oh God, may God help us. 
If there's fire on your head, can you, can you sit still? If there's fire on your head, cloven tongues as of fire sat on each of them. No wonder they were behaving like drunk people. Because when there's fire, you know, you are, you are, something was burning. I pray that the Holy Ghost will consume everything in your life. I pray that every dead thing in your life will be consumed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Everything not productive in your life, everything that is a weight, everything that is holding you down, everything that is not allowing you to fly like the eagle that you are created to be, I pray that the fire of God, the fire of the Holy Ghost, will consume every evil thing in your life in the name of Jesus. If you are just to practice once in a while, just lift your hands. And, okay, let's, let, let's lift our hands. Let's lift our hands. Those of you that pray in tongues, stand up for one minute. Stand up for one minute. Just lift your hand and let that prayer language come out of you. Let it come out of you. Let it come out of you. Come on. I'm not, I want to hear you pray. If your own prayer does not move you, how will it move God? Pray like a believer. Open your mouth. You have two, three minutes to do that. Come on. Let it flow, child of God. Marito kasaya. Makistoria baba baba. You may not understand it, but the Bible says when you pray in tongues, you are speaking to God. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let that refreshing flow through you. Let that refreshing lift up the body. If you practice this more in your life, there will be such a flow of God in your life. You yourself will begin to express another dimension of the peace that comes from the stammering tongue. He said, I will speak to these people with a stammering tongue. I will speak to them. Be continually filled. There's one baptism and many feelings. Let that feeling continue. One baptism and many feelings. One baptism and many feelings. Let it continue. Let the power continue in your life. Something will happen on your inside. I said something will happen on your inside. In Jesus' name. Did you know you changed level just now? I mean, have you realized something changed? Just that little thing, something changed. Imagine 15 minutes of that. Imagine 20 minutes of that. Imagine 30 minutes of that. Imagine 50 minutes of that. Imagine one hour of that. You have never seen a fly sitting on a hot stove. You know stove, where they take cook, uh, what do you call this one? Cooker. If the thing is hot, cooker, woman, that's your cooking pot, that's your, what do you call Burner. If the burner is red, ja, red. When the flies fly, when it gets around, they say, let me look for a cold one. The reason demons are sitting on people said that they are too cold. They are too cold. They are too cold. There are some things after 30 minutes of Holy Ghost prayer. Sit down. Give the Lord a shout of praise, somebody in the house. Come on, give him a shout of praise, somebody in the house of God. I was watching a video on YouTube. If I had to watch it again a few minutes ago, a small church in the Philippines, tornado showed up in the horizon. If you see tornado, they'll tell you, go and find bunker and hide, or go and go to a safe place, or a safe place in your house, or you know, shelter, rather than a shelter where these things are, hurricanes are common and they have shelter, a place, you know, that is safe. This church, there were not many people, they just came out. I'm sure they were led by the Spirit of God. You hear people speaking in tongues. 
you hear people, some people saying hallelujah. You see the tornado coming, they were speaking to it. Grace and peace is multiplied what? Through the knowledge of God. You can have more peace, you can have less peace, depending on the knowledge of God. Every evil thing you see on the earth is controlled by demons. Every one of them is controlled by what? Demons. They are demons that control sin, bad behavior, violence, terrorism, banditry. All are controlled by demons. Not one of them. They all have demon spirits behind them. Even me that I was watching that tornado, the sound of the thing. Thank God we don't have tornado here. God, no, everybody would have died because we are very careless people. <laughs> they say, enter shelter. They say, what's it go do me? <laughs> Pack everybody. Go. These people stood up and began to speak to it. We bind you, spirit of death. We bind you, spirit. You can go and goggle it yourself. We bind you, spirit of death, in the name of Jesus. We bind you, spirit of death. And you could see the, I don't know, is it funnel? I think the thing was going to make a landing. You saw the, the, the way it was going. And slowly the thing just started. Jesus slept. But he told them, let us pass to the other side. He rebuked them. I said we are passing. And one storm arose that is bigger than me or my word. Listen to me very well. Jesus said you are going to 2023. And one storm, whatever they decide to call it, is arising around you. And you are telling Jesus, don't you care that I perish? Jesus is asking you, have I not said go to the other side? Have I not said I've redeemed you, not with corruptible? You will not get to heaven before your time. Because when you get, God say, welcome, but we are not expecting you now. We have not roofed your house. Go and manage somebody's voice quarter. Maybe they will rush it for you. I don't know. You will go to heaven, we know, but you don't have to die anyhow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So this sea will kill you people when I say pass to the other side, man. He said, why are you of little faith? What was Jesus saying there? You yourself can repeat what I said to that sea and it will obey you. Are you praying to the throne? Or are you decreeing from the throne? Which one are you doing? The day you can tell me that the demons that are controlling these things are superior to Jesus, they are superior to the blood, they are superior to the word of God that we need to throw away our Bible. But they are not. I was so blessed by those little band of Christians standing there and saying, you are not landing here in the name of... There are some things flying, you can say, no, 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 there's a bloodline here. No, 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 no. There's a bloodline here. No, no, no. There's a bloodline around you, child of God. But if you feast on negative news... Your faith will have flat tire. Your faith will not have flat tire in Jesus' name. So, hallelujah. And we need to cast our cares. It could be school fees, care. You know, there are many kinds of cares. Though. People are sitting down. Everybody, what is worrying everybody is not the same. Somebody is school fees. Somebody is food. Somebody is house rent. Somebody is uh, husband, wahala. Another is wife, wahala. Another person, the husband just abused her before they left home. Another person, one child misbehaved. All kinds of problems. The boss in the office, they are all cares and anxiety. He said, your worries, your care, your anxiety, your concern, whatever is worrying you must point to one of those categories. Say, casting it upon the Lord. 
It's like a woman I read about. She was having a load on her head, and they, she flagged somebody down, and the person stopped to give her a ride. When she got into the vehicle, she was still carrying the load on her head and sitting down. So the person that gave her the ride said, Ah, madam, drop this load now. She said, I don't want to disturb the car. But you're already in the car with the load. Are you not already disturbing the car? If you are with Jesus already, he said, I want to be your burden bearer. Who could give Jesus the burden? There is no point you and Jesus are carrying this load. He didn't create you to be a donkey or a jackie. He said, I am your burden bearer. That's why he went to the cross. People cast their cares on the Lord. They come to the altar, drop it. When they are leaving, they say, Kai, God, just in case you cannot walk on it on time, let me take it home. How long have you been walking? Have you solved the problem? We cast our cares on the Lord, and then we walk in the peace of God. Let's take another thought quickly. Glory to God. Are you getting something here? The revelation... Okay... Of your identity, we produce peace in the storm. The revelation of your identity. Mm. Let's take, um, let's, there's so many examples here, but let's start in Acts 27. You know the story, right down from verse 16 to 27. Psalm 89, verse 20 to 24. Psalm 89, verse 20 to 24. Psalm 3, verse 1 to 8. Let's see how much of it we can take. A revelation of your identity. Psalm 3, 1 to 8. You know the story of Paul... This man went through so much, beaten 39 times with, uh, with stripes, with 39 stripes five times, beaten 30, with 39 stripes five times, three times with, the, with a rod, 39 stripes five times. Kai, I'm sure his body was, his back was a big mess after that. 39 stripes, five times, three times with a rod. The Roman Empire was against him. He was stoned and left for death. Forty men took an oath that they would not eat until they kill him. If anybody should be worried, this guy ought to be worried. Hallelujah. But he had a revelation of his identity. When he went through the storm, he had told them not to move, but they moved. Sometimes we make mistakes. We make decisions that are not good. But God is still God. Acts 27, let me read from verse 23 to 26 from the message translation. Last night, God's angel stood at my side. An angel of, of this God I serve, saying to me, don't give up, Paul. You are going to stand before Caesar. Yet, and everyone sailing with you is also going to make it. So dear friends, take heart. I believe God will do exactly what he told me. For we're, going to, we're going to shipwreck on some island or other. Hmm. 
I want to say to us this morning, we have an identity. It said in the KJV, <clears throat> there stood by me this night, uh, the angel of the Lord, whose I am and whom I serve. Psalm 89, verse 21, verse 20. I have found David my servant, with my holy oil have I anointed him, with whom my hand shall be established, my arm also shall strengthen him. Now watch verse 22. The enemy shall not exact upon him. Can you say amen? amen. Nor the son of wickedness afflict him. I will beat down his foes before his face and plague them that hate him. But my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him. And in my name shall his home be exalted. You know, David was a man after God's heart. He made many mistakes also. But God loved him. God is saying concerning him, I have found David my servant. He said the enemy will not exact upon him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. When you know your identity, he said whose I am and whom I serve. You see, it's not what we go through that really defeat us. A lot of people go through the same thing. But when you know your identity in Isaiah 43, 1 and 2, say, when you go through the waters, I will be with you. Uh, and through the rivers, it will not overflow you. And through the fire, the flame will not kindle upon you. You see, child of God, <laughs> it's... In, uh, when... Um, a royal child is about to be born. Maybe one of the princes, the easiest example would be the, in the UK, for example. One of, one of those princes, when they're having a member of the royal family is being born, you will see CNN, BBC, all the news media will be waiting to be the one to catch the news first. Is it about that child being born? It's about the family that child belongs to. How come CNN was not there when you were being born? How come voice of America did not carry your birthday? It's about the family that child is coming out of. And I want to say you are the apple of his eyes this morning. And because you are coming out of God's family this morning, because you belong to him this morning, God will move anything out of the way in your behalf in the name of Jesus. He said, because you are precious in my sight, he said, I will give men for you and people for your life. I want to say to a, to a child of God this morning, you are the apple of the Father's eyes. Whatever is touching you is touching the Father. He said, whose I am and whom I serve. Because you belong to him, others may perish, but you are coming out of it. Others may perish in the fairy furnace, but you are coming out of it. And you are not only coming out, you will not look like what you've been through. The God of heaven will make you a testimony. The God of heaven will make you a sign and a wonder. I want to say to you, child of God, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver you out of them all. I want to say you are going to have a celebration. I want to say you are going to have a testimony. I want to say there is going to be a lifting for you. I want to say when there is a casting down, there will be a lifting for you and your family. No, the story will not end like this. You will not end like the rest of them. I say you will not end like the rest of them. There will be a visitation. There will be a demonstration. 
Because of Paul, 276 people were rescued. I said, because of you, your community shall be preserved. Because you are there, your family shall be preserved. Paul's presence on that boat, on that ship, made sure that evil, evil passed over. Because of you, evil will pass over. If you are a believer, wave your hand and give this great God some praise. Give this great God some worship. Give this great God some praise. Give this great God some worship. Give this great God some praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Let's sit down for a bit. I have read stories of women. Maybe there's a fire and their child is inside. They don't even think. You know, if there's a fire and you have a baby inside, women don't even think about themselves. Am I telling the truth? They don't even, if we say fire, say fire what? The woman will jump in there. It's when she has entered and say, ah! After she has carried the baby, say, Toh, how do we come out? God will not spare anything to go and get you. There is no river he will not cross. There is no mountain he will not climb. Running after you. Running after you. Running after you. He said, because you are precious in my sight. Therefore, do you think you love your children more than God loves you? Matthew 7, 11. He said, if you be natural or evil, know how to give good things to your children. How much more? I am a child of God. I am a child. He calls me friend. Sing it again. I'm a child of God. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. We are citizens of heaven. Sometimes you need to get before God. Oh, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. There were some people that went and captured one American in one, maybe near Nigeria somewhere, maybe some time ago. The people flew, you know, and rescued their person. And this is happened. Nobody could stop them. You are bigger than that. I say you are bigger than that. You have a higher identity. We are of the commonwealth of God. We are of the commonwealth of Zion. I said we are of the commonwealth of Zion. Amen. Heaven will not spare anything to go after you. Amen. To go after you. Amen. I want to decree by the spirit of faith over every child of God under the sound of my voice or wherever they may be right now. In one trouble or the other. In one captivity or the other. By the spirit of faith and the oil of God on this altar. If they have held you captive against your will or with your will. Wherever you are. Let heaven hear. Let heaven hear. Let heaven hear. Let heaven hear. Let the angels hear. I decree a supernatural intervention in every camp of terror. In every wicked place. Let the thunder of God strike. Let the angels of God intervene. Let the people of God be delivered. In the name of Jesus. 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 In the name of Jesus.
Can you shout hallelujah three times? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Yes, Jesus! Sight confusion in their midst in the name of Jesus! Under the anointing, something is happening. There shall be testimonies of victory. 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 Yes, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm not finished, but maybe I need to finish now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Uh uh. Glory to God. You are a child of God. That is why it must happen. You are the apple of the Father's eye. That's why it must happen. Demons tremble at his presence. All those spirits behind all this evil, they tremble at his presence. But we must enforce it. I said we must enforce it. I said we must enforce it. We must declare it. And God will perform it. The demonstration of your praise is a sign of your peace. The demonstration of your praise is a sign of your peace. Did you hear what I said? I'm going to stop at that point, pick it up from there next time. But the demonstration of your praise is a sign of your peace. Hallelujah. Paul said, Guys, let's eat. I have heard from God. Hallelujah. Joseph has said, let's begin to praise him. The demonstration of your praise is a sign of your peace. If you cannot demonstrate praise, then there is no peace. But if you know heaven has heard, you are rejoicing before you see. I say you will rejoice. The wall of Jericho was still standing when they were shouting. The problem may still be shouting, standing. But if you would declare as part of the commonwealth of Zion that you belong to a heavenly order, you belong to a kingdom that cannot be resisted by evil, you belong to a kingdom that every demon bows to, if you will speak and praise him as somebody who is of the commonwealth of God, as somebody who is of the commonwealth of Israel, and say, Father, I'm praising you over this situation. I have spoken the word. I have declared your word. I am praising you. I'm crossing over to 2023. I'm crossing over in my business. I'm crossing over in my family. I'm crossing over in my ministry. I'm crossing over in my finances. If you really believe that, you want to stand up this morning and say, Daddy, I believe that. And begin to give him some praise like a believer in the house of God. Be lift your hand and celebrate him. Just lift your hand. Begin to celebrate him this morning. What is that mountain? If you have not yet spoken to it, you need to speak to it. You need to say like the disciples, we are going over to the other side. This business is prospering. This enterprise is prospering. My peace in my home. My peace when I travel. My peace in my office. Open your own mouth and let the angels hear you speak the word of God. I declare my peace. I declare my peace. 
I declare my peace at home. I declare my peace on the highway. I declare my peace on the byway. I declare peace for my husband. I declare peace for my wife. I declare peace for my children. I cover them in the, in the blood. I cover them in the blood. This week will be wonderful for me. Money is coming. Favor is coming. Open your mouth. Begin to speak over your business. Begin to speak over your life. And begin to say, the blood of Jesus reconciles everything in my life. The blood of Jesus reconciles everything in my life. The blood of Jesus reconciles everything in my life. Open your mouth and talk like a child of God. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. And as you begin to speak it, the angels will work for us. The heaven will work for us. We are of the commonwealth of God. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Hallelujah, Father. I lift your hand and thank him this morning. You believe that? The angels will work for you. Lift your hand and thank him. Can, can we give him three hallelujahs of victory this morning? Hallelujah. Louder. Ha One more time. Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles. Facebook and Instagram at Restoration Ministries International, Twitter and Mixilar at RBCM Online, and our website is www.rbcmonline.org. You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5.30 p.m. and on Sunday by 7 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. respectively at Restoration International Conference Center, RICC, Romanew Extension, Kaduna South. God bless you.